Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Marcus Wagner. Marcus is the leader of Baker Tilly's Middle Market Digital Practice. Marcus has more than 25 years of experience in finance and accounting, auditing, internal controls and risk management, system implementation, process design and re-engineering, finance transformation, outsourcing, and shared services. He began his career at a big four firm where he spent 11 years in auditing and consulting. Marcus then became the co-founding partner of a public accounting and advisory firm based out of Houston. In 2010, he founded Act2, a provider of accounting software and managed accounting services, which eventually merged with Baker Tilly in October of 2021. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Marcus Wagner. Thank you, Ed. It's great to be with you. You and I have known each other for a few years, and I always enjoy uh, chatting with you. Well, first off, Marcus, why do you do what you do? That's a great question. Um, you know, when I started my career uh, in public accounting in the big four, obviously worked with a, a bunch of very large clients and, and really felt like I wasn't truly adding any value to to their business, just disconnected from uh, decision makers. And, and so when I left, I, I gravitated towards working with, with middle market uh, companies. You know, these are companies that are maybe above QuickBooks, uh, you know, north of, say, 10 or $25 million dollars trying to get to a hundred million, 250 million. And they just have so much going on. Uh, and I just saw there was so much value that uh, we could bring. And so I ended up founding act two back in 2011, uh, which was the company that I sold to Baker Tilly. And our whole mission was to uh, help the finance organization uh, be a growth catalyst for the business and not be an obstacle <clears throat> because so often we would see the accounting department, late financial statements, you know, bad audit results, uh, were, were an impediment to growth. And, and so I've really enjoyed over the past you know, 12, uh, 13 years working with probably thousands of companies like that and, and just helping them solve their growing pains. And what can software implementation partners bring to the table above and beyond just the technical implementation skills? Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of uh, companies we talk to that are evaluating us or evaluating moving to a new accounting system they kind of have this mentality of, well, I can buy the software from anyone. I can buy it from the publisher or I can buy it from the, the partner. But really, I, I see the partner's role as my implementation partner. And I think w most partners are much, much more than that. Yes, the implementation is important because you get that wrong. You're, you're, you're starting off on the wrong foot. Uh, but what a partner can do is bring a great deal of, uh, first of all, industry expertise uh, to the table. Um, software publishers have that to some extent, uh, but partners can go much, much deeper. Uh, we've got partners in our ecosystem uh, that focus on things like uh, Native American tribal uh, organizations, for example. I mean, talk about a niche, right? Uh, and in our business, we focus on uh, churches, you know, not just not-for-profits, but faith-based organizations and then specifically churches. Uh, and, and there's a whole different language and, and vocabulary and set of requirements that those uh, that those companies have. So when we're talking to a prospective client, yes, we're, we're talking to them about our core product, which is, which is uh, Sage Intac. We've, we've been Sage's, uh, Sage Intac overall partner of the year for the last uh, nine years in a row. But we also say to them, look, there are other third-party products out there in this huge ecosystem, this marketplace that exists that you may want to look at, whether it's accounts receivable automation, 
uh, or a professional services solution or whatever the case may be. And, and it can be overwhelming uh, for finance leaders to navigate that, that landscape. So we kind of curate what we think are the best uh, solutions out there uh, for that particular vertical, uh, which ones integrate best with, 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 let's say, a product like Sage Intech. So I think there's a lot of value that we bring there. And then uh, finally, uh, even after you've kind of put together your tech stack, uh, whether it's Sage Intact and, and maybe it's Bill.com for, for accounts payable or whatever the case may be, there still may be gaps where the, the client is kind of, quote unquote, leaving money on the table, right? There's additional ROI that they could be getting. And so we have developed a, a whole suite of proprietary software products. Uh, again, we do that for the chosen industries that we uh, have decided to, to work with, which include software as a service companies. I mentioned the churches and faith-based organizations. We also focus on home services, uh, which is, you know, uh, air conditioning and, and plumbing repair technicians, the folks that come to your house and, and, and fix things. Uh, and in each of those cases, we've said, what's missing? Uh, is it uh, integrations to the leading line of business applications in those, in those areas? What CRM systems are those companies typically using? Or in the case of churches, we call them church management systems that do everything from managing the membership and the, and the fundraising and the, and the donations and the like. Uh, we build integrations to those. Uh, are there features missing from, from the core Sage Intact product that uh, are unique to the industry that we can help uh, fill in the gaps? And then finally, uh, we look at what intelligence uh, features, i.e. key performance indicators, uh, and, and maybe, it's, maybe it's financial metrics, but maybe it's non-financial operational metrics, can we also supplement? Uh, and so we've built a number of what we call intelligence products. Uh, the kind of marquee one that we have right now is a product called SaaS Intelligence, uh, which is a set of uh, revenue analytics and, and subscription KPI metrics that are calculated automatically and presented uh, you know, to the end user. And we're offering that to the market through Sage. Uh, we have a, a, a reseller agreement with Sage, and, and they're selling that product uh, to their SaaS uh, customers, as are we. So that's one example of, uh, you know, one of those um, intelligence products as well. You know, one of the challenges that, I, that I've seen over the years and see if this bears out is it's very much of a Pareto principle, 80-20 type stuff. You know, the, 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 the first, uh, eight, or you spend 80% of the, of the time getting the first 20% of the value out of the system, right, which is the, the block and tackle stuff, getting that all stuff. And then there's the last 20% where you get 80% of the value. But the problem that I see is far too many customers get stuck in, all right, well, we've got that piece done. We've got, we've got, the, we've got the debits equaling the credits. We don't want to spend any more money. What's been your secret sauce, so to speak, to get people to transition and say, no, there's still that 80% of the value that's out there that's unrealized? I love the way you put that. That's exactly right. Uh, and, and that's true within the core system as well. So when we bring a company live on Sage Intact, you know, it's so hard to, to implement a new software and for the team to learn all these new ways of doing things. And what we find is they get about, you know, I don't know, 70% of the way there. And there's another 30% just within Sage Intact that we say, hey, did you know there's this other module out there? Or did you know that you're not using a feature? So uh, I think part of it is, is building trust with our clients uh, over a period of time. And what we find is most of our clients, you know, they get through that initial implementation, they get through the first year, and then they come back and say, what, what, what else are we missing? And because we've been working with them, we have a customer success team, and, and each of those account managers' jobs is to stay close to those customers and understand what's going on in their business. Of course, 
Intact comes out with a new release of, of dozens and dozens of features every quarter. So just staying on top of that, I think, is another value add that we bring to the table. Um, and then, of course, uh, like you said, uh, Ed, the, the 20%, you know, beyond Sage Intact, that's the hard stuff, right? Like, yes, I'm on Sage Intact, but I really should be integrating with my operational system. I really should be integrating with my CRM. Uh, that's where I think we can we can provide a lot of value uh, because now you're bringing all of the data into one place. Uh, and when you bring all that data into one place, you have a single version of the truth. Uh, you don't have imports and uploads and think, you know, you ask, I've, I've had so many clients say, how many client, how many customers do you have? You ask the CFO, you get one number, the CRO gives you a different number, the CEO gives you yet a third number. So we bring it all together. And then now that gives you the opportunity to create this intelligence layer that I talked about before, which is, you know, what's not not only going on with our balance sheet and our cash flow and our working capital, those are all important. But, you know, do we have a, a particular customer cohort that's exhibiting some churn risk, for example, in the SaaS vertical? We can really hone in on those types of things and, and, and add that additional, you know, it's 80% of the value, but it's, it's 20% of the solution, the solution. But that's the hard part is getting there. And Marcus, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Uh, you know, I have a lot of heroes. I guess from a business standpoint, I'll, I'll say uh, it's a, a guy by the name of Jeffrey Moore, who I'm sure a lot of your listeners know. Um, uh, he wrote the book Crossing the Chasm, which I go back and reread every three or four years because uh, I don't remember when he wrote it, but it's been uh, at least uh, 10, 15 years, if not 20 years ago. And so much of it is still true. And, you know, I, I've always pushed myself and, and the organizations that I lead uh, to be innovative. And uh, Jeffrey Moore uh, just speaks to me uh, about how to think about innovation, how to think about technology adoption. Uh, and so Jeffrey Moore's the guy. And I've heard him speak live and, you know, if I had a candle, I would have held it and waved it in the air. So. <laughs> and lastly, Marcus, how can somebody contact you? Uh, I can be reached uh, at my email address, which is marcus.wagner, M-A-R-C-U-S dot Wagner at bakertilly.com. All right. Marcus Wagner, leader of Baker Tilly's middle market digital practice. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.